You've got Neil's letter as well. Do you believe him? I've come. Well, well, yeah. You've come. I know, but... That probably means that we both believe him, doesn't it? I want to stop and pull out my Polaroid and take a, a couple of snaps off the map, just in case. It's quite clear that it's not the struts of a roller coaster anymore. You know, that's, that's not what you're looking at. It appears to be this mesh of string that encircles the park. Like, it must be like a secondary fence or something. We could be hiding anywhere in here. Yeah, I know, I know. But at least if we go in there, we can say, look, she... And again, I almost mentioned Jojo and just say, look, there's nothing here. And you see quite a lot of graffiti that says, fuck off pedos is written on loads of them. Fuck off pedos. So I go, no, shut up. Fucking shut up. You're breathing too heavily. All right, mate. Shut up. And I, and I go right over to him and I, I grab him and go, shut the fuck up. Just shut up, all right? I'm trying to listen. You pull him close. He's right. You're right up in his face. And you say, no, will you listen? Will you listen? And he's, his face is utterly still, but he speaks to you and he says, Mikey, why did you leave me? The Apocalypse Players present Unland From the Fear's Sharp Little Needles collection of modern Call of Cthulhu scenarios by Stygian Fox Unland was written by Scott Dorwood Joseph Chance plays Mikey Judd, aged 13 Dannon McAleer plays Kit Hillier, aged 12 and Dan Wheeler plays the Keeper of Arcane Law, age unknown. Part two. Smells like teen spirit. I, I let go like he's a hot coal, and I, I think I hit the, I hit the deck. I, I dropped my catapult, and I, I dropped the stone, which was in my hand still. I, I hit the deck and I scrabble back. And if it's all right with you, I think I get back onto my feet, but I'm about three yards away from them. Absolutely, and I think that's your involuntary action uh, <laughs> for your sanity roll that you're going to give me now. Shit. But you get a bonus die, remember? I've passed it anyway. So you don't lose any sanity. This place has spooked you, that's all that is. And, and as, you, as you land on the ground, because, you know, you did push it, I'm going to give you something. You're frozen in fear and you're silent and you hear, um, you do hear some rustling from one of the concession stalls. I, I look, I look to the concession stall probably behind me, as I imagine it is sort of behind me to the right. It's exactly how I'm picturing it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I then, all of my focus is back on Kit and say, why did you say that like that? What's wrong with you, mate? What are you doing? You did an impression of her. That's not cool, man. I didn't do... I didn't do anything. Listen, I think I heard something over there. We'll fucking talk about this later. Neil! Neil! I'm, I, I think when he says that and sort of nods in the direction of the concession stand, I didn't hear it, but I probably just go, Neil, come out, mate. Stop being a dickhead. Neil! But I go to pick up my... um. The Black Widow and the stone, the big stone that I managed to find. Yeah, is the concession stand, is it like a sort of thing where you just buy drinks and food or is it one of the sort of like... The one that he's indicating, the one that he's heard something coming from is, yeah, yes, it's a, like a yeah, like a little booth where you might... Is there anything still hanging on the wall in terms of like produce? Probably not, or like toys or anything. I think there's a few like very old, tired looking cans of the least popular soft drinks <laughs> i think i've i'm slightly i'm quite pissed off with mikey but i'm sort of just in that way when you're young you sort of get hot in the face and you're just trying not to cry because your friend's just been mean to you um and so i think i i take my black widow and if it's all right to say i think i take aim at one of those cans and fire it thinking neil's probably hiding behind the counter or something and i want to scare him uh, well, give me a roll. Give me a roll for your um, 
The Black Widow. Oh, 10. Ooh, sweet shot. So that's a hard success. Gert Lush. Oh, brilliant. Gert Lush. You hit the cam like bullseye right in the middle. And I think you're expecting it to sort of like burst and... Yeah. But instead it's sort of the pebble just like embeds in it, almost like the can's... It's not really possible, but almost like the can's gone soft. Like it's like it's damp, like it's something else that's gone, like it's like plaster that's yeah. gone damp or something. It just embeds in it, just like everything. Is there a noise with that or is it, it doesn't give a ting or anything? It's just a... No, just sort of like a, a thud. But anyway, as that happens, um, you see like a rat rushes out from the concession stall. Potentially that's what the rustling was. Right. I think I giggle at the rat because I'm not scared of rats, but I just... There's something funny. There's something just of adrenaline in that moment. Like, yeah. Do you see that? Do you see that? Massive. I mean, that's very Goonies, isn't it? You fire a catapult into a, a soda can and a rat runs yeah, out. Like yeah. session I love it. I, I think I've got my uh, I've got my Black Widow out as well. And and uh, and I, I think I'd, I can't help it, but I, I also laugh as well. With a sort of sense of the breaking of the tension... But I'm, but I'm very clearly covering an embarrassment as well that uh, that I lost my cool so much. And maybe that there's just a moment of silence after that, after we both laugh and sort of look at each other, and it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like awkward silence. I feel, I feel quite bad, but I'm not going to say anything. I feel a bit hurt still, but I'm not going to say anything. Uh, free, free psychology, free psychology insights for you there. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I'm trying to hide anything. I don't think I'm artful enough to hide any of it. It's all sort of open book stuff. And then I and then I think I put my mask back up. I think uh, after we finish laughing and after that moment of sort of slightly awkward silence, I sort of go, oh, see that rat? Big as a cat, that was. I seen a rat big as a dog once, down, breen down. And then having said breen down, I think... I, I stop talking again. I, I don't think any reference to Jojo feels wrong. Or oh, I'm, t- I'm too scared to sort of mention her. But, uh... And then I say, uh, should we, should we keep going then? I'm going to have to or do what? a psychology roll on him, because... I, 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 the, as a player, I'm, I'm, I'm working all sorts of stuff in, but I'm not sure if Mikey Judd would... connect up the dots... Yeah. So stand back while I use my 10 psychology, guys. Hold on to your hats. Yeah, 78, so pretty insightful. Do you want to push it? Tempted, but after the success of my last push roll. <laughs> you always get something. I can't believe I failed by two. Failed by two. Cruel. Yeah, I'm so pleased you did. Yeah, so there's a bit of an, an impasse. The rats run out of the concession store. I don't know whether you still want to check out the rustling that you heard in there or whether you assume it's the rat or or then there's the two rides just the other side of the path you're sort of in the middle of the path the concession store there there's the rides with the fog they just look like weird shapes you can't make out you'd have to get closer to work out what those rides are they're almost like like Rorschach blots they're so formless. I, I think one thing I might say before we move on, I think I say, should we keep going? And then I say, uh, here, to try and like break the tension and get back to sort of rebuilding this friendship that we've sort of not seen for so long in terms of how long we've spent apart. Sort of say, uh, here, when we find Neil, get him to drink one of these. Look, they've turned into slime or something. And I want to go over to the concession stand and like check out the can that my, my rocks hit. Look, probably melted the metal, it's so slimy. As he's walking over towards it, I think I say, Here, wait up. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a dickhead. Yeah, well, it's all right. I thought, I thought for a minute you were pretending to be her. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't do that. I don't... No, I don't know why you would. And his, I think his shoulders really slump. And and he just he looks skinny and I think maybe for the first time you notice that he hasn't really changed height. He's really small. Still. Um, despite that he's older. And he looks a bit pathetic in that moment and, and then he kind of looks at you and says, 
I don't know. It's just not been the same without you. I know. Being an idiot. Not been the same either. Wells is shit. It's like quite pretty the first time you go there. But you, I bet you still go though, don't you? Well, I do, but... I don't even turn up half the time now. Don't you? No. And as you say that, I don't even turn up half the time. I think you're you're looking back towards the, the rides at four to five and um, Kit's looking towards the concession store. You've sort of got in his way. And as you say, you confess to him that you don't even turn up half the time. The mist parts again and you see the shape of these two rides and it, it's like a, a like a, a merry-go-round and a waltzer. It's like two circular rides and then and then the mist rolls back in again. I think I'm distracted from the can by this moment because it's such an honest moment and I don't really know how to react to it because obviously don't want to be all soft or anything but I, I think I even as a 12 year old I can clearly see he's upset um, and I sort of I say, uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't go in if I could, if I could help it. But they they check up on me in this place. It's rubbish, and I'm sort of. I don't think it is rubbish in my own head. Like I like learning. I like, I like this play. But I'm trying to sort of be like, yeah, no. If I could get away with that, I would. And then to try and cheer him up, I sort of say, here, here, get that baseball bat out. I'll get a photo of you. Put put your uh, put your head up. Give it like a. a We'll get, like, a really cool one. There's a moment of reluctance. And then he goes, well, all right, then. Yeah. Proper job. Yeah, sick. And and, and, then, he, and then he starts to just go into the pose. Yeah. Like like the old times when they just yeah. lark around and he'd take silly photos of us. and Exactly. And I'd like to try and get a snap of him on my proper camera this time, not the Polaroid. On your OM-10? because it's still around my neck, and I want to get a snap of him, probably with a bit of pedos fuck off in the background. Yeah, yeah. I think he naturally goes over to it to sort of, again, to dispel the, the aspect of the fear of it, even though he's kind of conscious it's a bit weird. And he's there with the bat, trying to look hard as a 12-year-old. As, as if I'm telling the pedos to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pedo hunter. And I, I take a couple of snaps, and I'm like, ah, uh, that's wicked, man. Um, I think it's... I think you've you framed it beautifully. Um, we will. I'll tell you what. We'll do a photography role for that when you um, come around to developing it. Cool. Great. <laughs> That's optimistic. I've made a note of the shot. So the 2011 um, return. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Twenty years. Twenty years later, right? <laughs> we'll see. Over, over Mikey Judd's gravestone, looking at the photo, seeing how good it was. Seeing all the figures in the background. So, so uh, just to sort of um, hurry on a little bit, are you going? To, are you going? To, are you carrying on to back towards the concession store, or are you going to head towards these rides that have just sort of momentarily revealed themselves to Mikey? Or I still wanted to like just grab the can off the wall to see if it's got any gross slime in it or something that I could. Uh, give me a give me a luck roll. Fifty six. Is that? Yeah, that's a success. Fine. So you you step into the concession in, inside the concession store, and you reach up and you grab the can. I mean, it's just a can. It's just an old can of pop, but it's um it's just got this. It's got give to it. Like all the gas has gone out of it, and it's um it's a bit soft. It's a bit soft. And it's a bit warmer than you would expect. Um, but the thing that you realise is that you have just put your foot right next to. You've just narrowly avoided stepping in a huge shit that looks like a human a human shit and you look down and you realize someone's been using this concession stall as a toilet uh, don't know what, how you didn't smell it before but oh uh, fuck i think i i throw the can not at mikey but towards mikey on the floor and then sort of jump back over the the counter of the concession stand i guess or however and go oh someone's been fucking shitting in there stinks like anything oh gross Fuck, you don't think... It... Someone's here. Someone's here. And I, I think I, 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 I spin round and I'm looking for... Alki, Alki Malki, Malcolm Weston. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, maybe this is his shitter, you know? Any, any sign of anyone or anything? Or no one? Yeah, yeah. It's all silent. Everything seems deserted. Fucking hell. Keep your baseball butt out. I'll keep my slingshot out. That way we've got ranged and melee. 
remember? And I think as soon as he says that, some part of me goes, pure logic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back to the D&D days. And I, I stick it into the pocket of my hoodie and the stone, so they're ready if I need them. And then I take it out. You're the barbarian, I'm the ranger, all right? <laughs> and I, I do say to him as I move over towards him, I don't know, I've been practicing with the Black Widow quite a lot. Yeah, me too, but we can swap if you'd like. No, it's all right, I'll... I'll I'll use old red socks here. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Don't worry. Don't worry. And I think I think I'm really cool when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I clearly am not. I I don't know what you mean, so I sort of laugh and go, "Yeah. Yeah, wicked." Yeah, code switcher. Yeah, I like it. And then sort of make I I want to start moving towards because I know I suggested it before we got distracted, start moving towards that building, uh the main building at 7. So as you move past four and five, you, you do catch another glimpse of them. And as I say, they're both sort of round things. One is a waltzer and you you look up and it says above it, it's clear that it once said the giddy giggler. Um, and someone has taken a big spray can to it and changed it to the kiddie fiddler. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, and I'd like you both to give me uh, an innocence roll yeah. to see whether you understand that. Or an intelligence roll. If you want to understand that, you can give me an intelligence roll. Let's give me give me an intelligence roll for that, actually, please. So, yeah, I've given you intelligence. I've got 12, so it's an extreme success. Yeah, so you, you know that that means... Yeah. I think even though I don't know, like, pedo, there's something more... I don't know, I think I have images in my head, maybe, and I think someone's told me something, and I, I get what that means, and it freaks me out. Yeah. But I, I do understand that, even I if... I think there's just too much going on for, for for Mikey. He's He sees it, but he just goes, yeah, sure, okay, there's some... Someone's played a joke with some kind of kid's ride. Someone's fucking about. I rolled a 78 on my massive 45 intelligence. Uh, so is it a sanity thing for me or an innocence thing or is the, is it just a sort of realization and a why don't you now give me an innocence roll to see whether you still manage to maintain your innocence or whether I'm going to give you a, a loss 32 so that's a good success a hard success okay well I think maybe I start talking to distract myself I have this flash of like realization and an image in my head and I just go um here Mikey you ever been to Blackpool Pleasure Beach my aunt's up there. They've got a waltzer in the dark. I think it's called a black hole or something. But it's a waltzer in the dark, so it's pitch black. And I just start like sort of gabbling about that to try and distract myself. I went up there once. Yeah. Everyone sounds weird. Are you are you looking any closer at either of these two things, or are you just moving on straight past to the bigger building? I think I'm probably gonna keep slowly moving forwards towards the big building unless Mikey pulls off there's nothing untoward about this thing that we can see there's no I mean I guess everything that we pass I'm going to be looking to see whether Neil is hiding somewhere or now I'm not not sure Malcolm Weston might be hiding somewhere well you'd, you'd certainly have to have a little closer look to see whether anyone was hiding behind I mean the, the, the giddy giggler is right on the path so you can even if you just glance at it you can see you can see this name has been graffitied to the kitty fiddler. And um, you also notice that all the cars of the waltzer are, are clown faces, like um, Mr. Fun's faces. But all the eyes have been like gouged out of the, of the paintwork has been gouged out of the clown's eyes. Shit. Ooh. And if you could give me a... Uh, understand Scott Dorwood role? Yeah. You can either give me a spot hidden or a hard intelligence role based on the, seeing the graffiti in the eyes. It's going to have to be a spot hidden, isn't it? Yeah. And is that both of us? Can we both look or is it just... Yeah, you can both look, I think, if, if you've paused. I, I think we're sort of wandering over to it because it's come out of the mist slightly. We've sort of... The mist has cleared. Maybe I even say, you can't see, you can't see Neil, can you? I got a nine. Mm, 69. Extreme success. Well. Right, okay. Kit, as you look at the, the, the vandalism that's, that's taken place, you 
realize that there's two distinct time periods in terms of how long ago this vandalism was committed. So the graffiti, the like fuck off pedos, kiddie fiddler stuff, looks like it's ancient. The paint is fading. It's, you know, 15 years old, however long ago the park closed. It looks like it's that kind of period. But the eyes, like the way the paint's been scratched off and the way that the, the metal underneath has still got a bit of shine to it makes it look like that has been done a bit more recently. Right. So the eyes have been done recently, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I still don't want to look at that sign too much, but I'm going to... I think we're sidling in that direction, aren't we? I think, although I said, let's head towards the building... You get drawn in the shape of, a, especially for kids, the shape of a roller coaster of any sort. Well, did you say you got an extreme success on your spot hidden? Yeah, yeah. So you actually glance through the giddy giggler and see behind it uh, again through the mist the the merry-go-round. You can see that it's collapsed, right? And there's it's it's like a you know horse like a horse's thing, like a carousel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old school. Yeah, exactly. Old school. And you can see that it's collapsed and the horses, some of them lie like prone on the floor. And there's also some like a like a glinting. You can't quite place it, but there's like something sort of sparkling um, up high in the in the merry-go-round. I think I'm drawn by that in general, I think. I feel like I'll just be wandering slightly <laughs> closer to those two rides in general. Yeah, absolutely. So do you both head towards it? I say, here, what can you see? Because he's looking at it really, and I've just kind of glanced through and round and not seen what he's seen, so. There's something shiny up there. And I think almost like a magpie, I sort of start to circle the, the waltzer in front and, and pull up my Olympus. Okay. I hope this isn't too sort of meta but I think I say what like a mirror yeah maybe maybe hey maybe maybe someone's made something out of all them car mirrors so I think I fall in but just because of that weird observation he made outside it's there's all these little weird observations that have happened no it's good um and I think when you say that like I I pick quicken my pace slightly because it's like an investigation now it's like we're being detectives and maybe maybe we think back to when we had a fake detective agency as kids, you know, where we'd sort of go house to house and ask people if they needed a cat finding or... Oh, yeah, Randall and, Randall and Cropkirk. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And I sort of quicken my pace and start raising my camera. That was your genius, I seem to remember. <laughs> yeah, I'd never seen the show, but my parents watched it. But yeah, so heading towards it. You head towards it and you... Are you looking, are you looking up to see where the sparkling's coming from or down at the horses that are lying on the ground? I don't think I'm that interested in the horses lying on the ground. I think Fine. I've got the general impression of that. I'm trying to see what's shining. Yeah, so it, yes, it's... As you get closer, you realise it is mirrors. It's... Someone has suspended from... Where the, the horse has been ripped out and where they were hanging from. Instead, there are wing mirrors and rear view mirrors and, like, uh, compact mirrors and all sorts of small mirrors sparkling what is it with Dan Wheeler and things and things where they shouldn't be that have been taken from somewhere else in the location and have been put up high that make you feel really uncomfortable oh like the lights fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. lights a machine tried to it's really lights. horrible so now we know that something weird is happening yeah hey guys I didn't write it well yeah. you get drawn to these fucking scenarios as Dan and I'm very freaked out but I think as Kit I'm actually sort of like I don't know, it feels more like maybe I've even seen someone do this sort of thing in arts, art class in the cathedral school. And I, so I'm sort of actually it's like... classic art. It's, yeah, so I'm like taking photos and being like, oh, I could like show these and show and tell almost like I'm, I'm just sort of taken in by it and I'm not that scared. Yeah. So you're taking photos with what, with your OM10? Yeah. Fine. Okay, well, at some point we'll roll to find out whether those pictures came out. Or will we? And I think I'm trying deliberately to like let the light catch in them to get sort of glints. And... Yeah, so you're having it. So it's fair to say you're having a really good look at them. Yeah. I'm basically a young JJ Abrams. I'm going for that lens flare. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you see, as you look up at them, the biggest one is a big rear view mirror hanging quite close to you and it's sort of dangling like this in a bit of breeze. You could swear you see something move across it in a way that's not not the way it's moving, not the reflection. Right. It's 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 counter to the way the reflection is moving as the mirror dangles. Oh. There's a shape, almost like a shadow, moves across it. Between me, I can't see my own reflection in it, can I? Or no, it's it's too high. You'd have to you'd have to um, you know get get up there or, or maybe find one that's a bit lower down to have a look at your own reflection. Does it give me the impression that it looks like something moving close to it? further away than I am like it wouldn't be something moving behind me if it was something no it's it's, it's way up high so if it was something moving it would be something moving past it yeah quite high up well, above your head probably. yeah in which case I think at that I look up and then sort of spin around and look behind me just to see if anything's maybe there's some awning off a building or a tower that we've not I don't know it's a weird sensation I imagine so yeah, you don't see anything. Okay. You probably imagined it. Maybe I imagined it. I probably imagined it. Trick of the light. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. There was just, um, I don't know, looked like something moved past one of those mirrors. I'm freaking myself out, I say, and I laugh. <laughs> this place this place is freaky. It's proper creepy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at all them dead horses and... I, I think at that point I do look down at the the horses as well. So you notice that you notice two things. First, you notice that they've all had their eyes gouged out as well, um, and you also notice that they're not like they're not horses. Like some of them are some of them are horses, but like there's like a Pegasus and a unicorn and something which maybe if you had the background knowledge, you what we might describe as a zonkey. Oh, Christ. Uh, a a donkey-shaped animal with zebra stripes on it. Oh, Christ. That one really catches your eye and you, you feel. I try not to look at that one. I just hear in the distance, Tomales, Tomales. Zonkey. <laughs> you do, yeah, you do. In fact, give me a listen roll. Oh, fuck. Gladly. Oh, that's a fail, 81. I can beat that with a 91. Neither of those are fumbles, are they? No. No. You don't hear anything, just... Um, it really is very silent. But then again, it's, you know, it's it's getting dark. So why would anyone be here? What's with the eyes? I don't know. Some freak. Do you think... Some nut job, isn't it? I think it's just... Well, it's probably just townies coming in here, messing about. It's a bit organised, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Like they might smash shit up, but... Yeah, true, true. I don't know. I think I take one last snap of the, the horses on the floor, like maybe a close-up of the zonkey. And then as I do that, I realise that even the sound of the clicking of the camera feels like it's breaking a silence that's too strong. It feels like a... I don't... I suddenly feel very aware that we're quite isolated and there's no sound, and any sound we make is drawing attention to us, maybe. So I sort of stop taking photos and turn to Mikey and say, what do you think we do? I mean, Neil's still here somewhere, but who knows who else is here? You say Neil was... It was him, wasn't it? It couldn't have been... It was definitely him. I think I closed my eyes, and I think back to the moment that he came to the door, and it was all a bit rushed. I was locking up my bike, and I didn't look that carefully, but... Was it definitely him? There's not some chance that it could have been someone dressed up like him. Yeah, what was the distance? And there's no doubt in your mind that it was Neil. Right. Okay. Yeah. Give me give me give me an intelligence roll with a penalty die. Both of us. Fucking hell. Yeah. The penalty die for your yeah. instance, basically. Um ninety-four. And then let's see if I do any worse than that. Uh, 65. So the last one was assessed, but yeah, 94 was the worst. Got a 95 and a 75, but I think I have to run a 96 for a fumble, right? Yeah. So that's about as close as you get. 
No, you just um. It was it, it was it was it was Neil. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> I might be just fucking with you. Yeah. When was the first time? Yeah, that's what I tell myself. And I t- I turn back into Mikey and just say, "Look, let's get out of here. We can't be quiet. Let's. Should we have a look at that building still? Look, if he is in here." Maybe like maybe someone grabbed him or something. Yeah, he's an idiot. I don't know why he's running off like that, but I don't feel right leaving him here. But that's what I mean. Case. He wouldn't have done. So maybe he thought he was on his own. He says, come in here. Is that what he said? I can't remember what he said now. Some pedos grabbed him or some freak or something. What if someone was waiting for him right outside the door, grabbed him? Yeah. Let's fucking run off with him. All right. Let's have a look. I don't know. Maybe I'm, like you say, I'm, maybe I'm reacting to them. But this is weird, and I point to the... There's no there's no mirrors on the floor where it's kind of just casually left or anything like that. It's all very organised in terms of the mirrors. It looks like it's... Uh, I mean, if you can look around on the floor, but most most of them appear to be very, very organised, dangling from the merry-go-round. But if you're looking around... I think in the process of him taking the photos, I would have been looking to see if there's anything sort of... What, lying on the floor? Perhaps talismanic. Talismanically, I'm sort of intrigued by the fact that these mirrors... I was right thinking about these mirrors. So now I'm thinking maybe they're important and... Give me a, give me a luck roll. Yeah, that's a really good 26 on an 85. So as you're saying this, you, fi- you find one at your feet on the floor, which is clear. It's still got a bit of string attached to it, but it's clearly just dropped off. Do you bend down and pick it up? Yeah. So it's a, it's a wing mirror off a car. And you look into it and you... Well, you thought it was a mirror, but you can't see your reflection. Instead of your reflection, you see a... Like a grey shape moving around in it. Uh, diff- moving at a different rate to you. Could you give me a sanity roll? I certainly can. And you get a bonus die because you're still innocent. Yes, I do. That's good. It's moving around at a different rate to me, presumably because I'm running away. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Okay, that bonus die is incredibly useful. God bless the innocent. Yep, so an 84 and a 24. So I'll take the 24, thank you. Doctor of the Carnival. Yeah. So I think you, like like Kit did, you instinctively look behind you to see if something else is casting this weird shadowy movement. Must be an error in the glass. What is it? What are you doing? Don't know, it's weird. That's mirrors. The mirror's really weird. Let's have a look. I think I just drop it. I think I drop it. Like, no, that's that's weird. Oh, you're careful. You drop it. Would you give me a luck roll? Uh, yeah. Well, it was sort of instinctive, really. I may have, I may have doomed us. Oh, yeah, I'm lucky. 47 and 85. It's good luck. I, I pick it up. So, Kit, you pick up, you pick up the mirror... You you have a look in it as well, I presume. Yeah, yeah. I want to like sort of turn around with it and see if I can see what I can see. And it, um, I mean, it's hard to tell because it is really foggy and it is getting dark now, and you're just getting a bit of like, um, you know, reflections off other mirrors. Yeah. But it doesn't appear to be behaving like a normal mirror, and you now see a shape moving across it, which, because you're really studying it now. Yeah. It looks almost like a. It does look like a figure, um, like a like a like a face, but with no features. Ooh. What? <laughs> like like someone with a like a sock mask over their head, you know, like like fe- a featureless face. Could you give me a sanity roll, please? And you again get a get a bonus die. Twenty six. That's very good. So I I think there is it's got to the point where there's no denying that there's something very odd going on with this mirror or these mirrors. Yeah. You hold it together 
Do I lose any sanity or do I just... No. You're, you're fine. Maybe I tell myself it's the fog. I'm a photography student, like, you know... I'm... You can try telling yourself it's the fog, but I think you... I think... I know there's something off. I think the thing is, you still are kids and you watch a lot of movies and actually you play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and you live in a semi-fantasy world anyway. So it's not that you're like, you don't convince yourself that this is normal. You're already aware that not everything is as, you know, boring, sensible adults think it is. So this is, it doesn't come as a complete surprise to you to discover there is something otherworldly, whatever, whatever word, supernatural, that's a better word. There's something supernatural about this mirror. Maybe because I don't lose sanity on it because of the success of that, maybe there's a part of me that's slightly giddy. In the in the same way you'd be giddy if you're standing near a cliff or you almost get hit by a car playing chicken and I, I spit on it and rub it with my sleeve to see if I can... <laughs> get anything out. And a genie appears, surely. No. Just to try and see if there's any like filth on it that I can clear off. But I think I do say, here, it's not Panto. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you still watch Panto? Well, it's Panto season. It's the 13th of December. Well, and it's behind you is not a line I want to hear at the moment. No. Looking into this mirror. You spit on it and give it a good, like, a good rub. With my sleeve of the duffel coat. Will you give me a luck roll as well? My luck's pretty good. I've got to remember I can spend luck. That's all good. Okay. 58 on an 85 luck. Fine, yeah. So you you just give it a little polish up and as you sort of you finish polishing it and move away, you see this figure sort of like coming right up close to the mirror as if it's it's as if someone's looking through a window at you and then move away again. It's like a crystal ball or something. It's like something on the other side of it. Here, look, if we're keeping it, put it in my bag, but let's get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's keep, I'll keep it in my pocket. I want to, like, I want to tuck it into my duffel coat pocket, but I want the mirror bit to be facing away from my body. I don't know why. I just do. So I put it in there and sort of pop on my, my thing. I say, right, should we go to that building then? Fucking Neil's probably gone by now. I imagine it's almost dark by now, or is it properly dark? Yeah, it is. Um, it's it's got to the point where if you've got flashlights, you might want to be getting them out. Yeah, we do have flashlights, don't we? We brought flashlights with us. I've got my bag down off my shoulders anyway because I was thinking you might put it in there. So I, I unzip and I take out my flashlight, zip it back up, put it back on my shoulder, and then I say, "Here, look, we owe it to him and to her." I know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I know. He's not, even if he's not right, I think maybe he's just upset. I don't, but yes, you're right. Let's find him. And maybe her. And then that's a bit much and I stop talking and take out my flashlight and click it on. I just, I just roll my shoulders and swing my bat and just carry on. As you say, and maybe her. Yeah. Could you give me a listen roll? Yeah. 79. I want to push it. Can I push it? Yeah. Tell me how you're going to push it. Um, I think in that moment I sort of get out the flashlight and click it and I say, and maybe her. And and I think if, if Mikey's sort of doing the same, rummaging around his bag to get his flashlight, that's sort of like the the background noise. I think maybe I do hear something. And so I just sort of take a step away from Mikey and sort of put my hands over my ears like this. You know, sort of monkey impression. And just see if I did, if there was anything to hear. Yeah, in which direction are you moving? I was imagining we were sort of turning away from five, the carousel, and going back up the main path towards seven, eight. Yeah, fine. And, and, it, and what I pitch in on top of this push is that I think I was beginning to walk away with my flashlight. So effectively, whatever you're doing, I may completely lose you if, if you go too far away. Okay, cool. So you're heading in which direction, Mikey? Let's just double check. So I'm heading up the path to the centre of... Towards seven and eight. Yeah. 
And Kit, you're move you're moving away from him. Yeah, I want that's the way I was planning on heading, but I just take a couple of steps away from him to sort of because he was zipping his bag and sort of getting stuff out, and I just want to zipping my bag, swing my bat, grunting, rolling my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I've got misophonia basically, so I'm just like any noise irritates me. I need to focus on the sound. A fear of miso soup. Understandable. Okay, well, give me that push to roll then. Eighty-seven on my push roll, so that's a So, as you you sort of just step off the path a little bit, and you hear coming from some distance a voice saying. Why didn't you show them the photos, Kit? And it's her. It's Jojo. And could you give me a sanity roll, please? Yeah. With the bonus die. I've given you, like, a superpower. You have. Eventually you're going to have to start spending your innocence. Yeah, I, I got a 17 on the first roll. So that's a very good success. So... Well, you tell me why why you don't find that too disturbing. Do you think that maybe... I think it is her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't find it disturbing. Yeah. I think I've been hoping the whole time, however disparaging I've been about... Nice. Neil, I, I think I've just been... I, I know. Why did, she, why did they find her clothes on the beach? And our parents accepted that as a reason the police accepted that as a reason she was always changing her outfits and stuff she probably went swimming she probably had something else with her and then just forgot them you know and she was always going off on adventures and maybe this whole thing's just a big game maybe the whole thing's a big adventure and I'll 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 be really annoyed with her for you know for putting us through it through the ringer but but it's her I knew it would be her and 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 Neil was right well, maybe he wasn't right about Alki Malki, but he's right about her being here, and this is all part of a game. So I, I, I hear that voice, and it's just her fucking with me. <laughs> you know, it's not a, it's not a big thing. So I think I, I think that's why I don't lose sanity because actually I find it a moment of like joy, knowing that even if this is a game, and even if she's messing around with us, and even if our friendship's going to be slightly strained, it's her. So she's not gone she's not dead yeah yeah absolutely i think i agree with you in which case my first instinct would be to go would be to shout behind me mikey mikey it's jojo and then run towards where i heard the voice from so you got your flashlight out and so i'll deal with where kit's going first joe and then i'll come to how mikey reacts so if you've got your flashlight out and you're shining it to where you heard the voice coming from um, on, on the map you're looking at it, you're sort of shining it immediately those bushes basically but it sounded like it was coming from much further away than that are these the bushes on the left or the right hand side of the path the left on the right hand side so you're, you're running in that direction maybe through those bushes I might venture and Mikey you do hear this um, you do hear um, Mikey it's Jojo how far ahead of him am I a matter of like, you know, twenty feet, if that. Okay, okay. I think I, I think I spin round and I look to see if I can see him. You can see his torchlight moving. Here, no. What, kid? Wait. I think I, I think there's a moment of I'm I'm not exactly frozen, but I'm I'm undecided as to what what is actually happening. So I've heard him say this. I feel like that's impossible. Now I can see him wandering. How fast is he moving? Is he running? I would want to be running, yeah. And I think even if I did hear you say that, I'd probably keep running and expect you to follow. I'm pretty sure that Mikey's move rate is faster than Kit, so you probably could catch him off if you... It should be, yeah. My move rate is uh, eight. I think it's the shock of the moment is that I think I've effectively lost a bit of impetus, but then I do. I sort of jog after, go... Here, wait! And I run in the direction of the torch. So you're you're both both running through through these bushes, and then under you run under 
a bit of the roller coaster. Yeah. And you run right past these weird string like maybe they're plastic or five these fibrous strings. I don't know whether you stop to take a look at them, but you No. No, Jojo's ahead, so you run straight through back onto the path and you're on the shore of uh, like a lake, which is number twelve. So we're sort of yeah, bottom left corner of the lake. Yeah, exactly. The bottom left corner of the lake. And you're looking out onto the lake and you can see what it seems to you that the roller coaster goes over the top of the lake as well. Okay, so I I think I come out and go, Jesus, for Christ's sake, Kit, stop. I'm just, I've shouted as soon as I hit the edge of the lake. I want to, I'm shouting, Jojo, Jojo. It can't be her. I heard her. I heard her. No, seriously, what, what the fuck is that stuff? I don't like it. What did we just run past? It's, it's not right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Jojo's here. What the hell have they done with this? What do you mean Jojo was here? What? It's all a game. What are you talking about? I heard her. She said, she said, why didn't you show them the... F- psychology. I'm going to do psychology roll at that point. I'm going to push it. I failed. 55. I'm going to push it. Um, I grab him by the lapels of his duffel coat and I go, what fucking photos? Um... But I'm bringing my bat up at the same time instinctively. Yeah, failed. 23. So as you pull him close, you see his face crumple and it becomes completely clear to you that he there's something he hasn't told you about Jojo's disappearance and it involves photos. And you also get the impression that with a bit more perseverance maybe with a social role you you could get him to tell you exactly what that is however as you grab him and pull him close uh, you both feel and hear this crap coming from his pocket oh And the pocket that Kit had the mirror in, suddenly this, it looks like smoke's coming out of it. It looks like smoke's curling out of the pocket and forming into this humanoid shape. Is it smoke or is it spongy? And it's gray, slightly amorphous and it spills out of the pocket until it sort of stands awkwardly shifting and moving with a bit of um, awkward staccato rhythm as it works out how to use its limbs and then its head lifts up and looks back at Mikey and lunges its limb which is looks kind of like a deformed hand you can't quite make out fingers but lunges towards you and it it's in within uh touching distance of your shoulder is what it goes for so i think we should go into dex order would you would you like my sanity roll oh yes definitely definitely um and and i'm not going to give you a bonus die for this one i think that's both of us right the sanity roll i mean we both see it right yeah you can both give me a sanity roll and uh, yeah no no bonus dice but, but obviously I am convinced that I broke the mirror by pulling him towards me. I think you're, I think it's clear to both of you that that's what's happened. And I, So I, I now feel horrifically responsible for this in my, in my action. I get a 32, so I do succeed. But... <laughs> oh, wow. I rolled a 22, so I've really succeeded. But I, I suspect it's... I think you should both lose one point of sanity for me, please. Hell yeah. Can I have your decks, please? Oh, yeah, 70. So I'm on 80. Kids. Yes. Fine. But this being has lunged first, so it's lunging at you, Mikey. What do you want to do? I want to not be got by it. I'll try and dodge. With a, with I feel like dodge is a good call here. Shit, the bet it is. That's a good score. I've got a 75 dodge, guys. Okay, let's see how, how it does. So, yeah, how have you got on there? That's a success, is it? Uh, 27 on a 75. 
That's a hard success. It lunges at you and sort of you manage to dodge out the way and it sort of staggers forward. It's it's almost like it hasn't hasn't ever had to use its limbs before. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch playing Frankenstein, and it um, sort of stumbles to its knees, and uh, it's your it's your action, Mikey. Right. So I think I think the athlete's instincts kick in, um, and I've dodged to one side to the left. I feel as it's lunged forward. Uh, is it between me and Kit now? Uh, yeah, I think exactly. It's lunged at you because you were marginally closer, but you've dodged back, and it's there on the floor, you and Kit either side of it. More importantly, perhaps, is it between us and the lake, or the other way around? Oh, I think you are, it, you are all much closer to each other than any of you are to the lake, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gone slightly into football mode, and he's just he's thinking about man-to-man marking. And this thing is is coming towards me and it's lunged past me. So is Kit out of danger? Kit's very much in danger, isn't he? He's still very much in the potential reach of this thing. After your dodge, am I closer? I think you're both, you're, you're all, well, to be honest, I think, I don't know whether you're thinking this fast, but it's quite hard to tell what its reach is because it's sort of amorphous. It's kind of smoky and spongy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm basically playing the best footballer Best striker I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's a bit unsteady on his feet, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like well. Peter Crouch. So like an Italian. Or yeah, or like a really tall striker. Kind of gangly. So I'm thinking, because I'm aggressive midfield, really. I think that's, that's where I play. So I'm going to take a swing at it. Okay. Got a club in my hands. I've got the baseball bat in my hands. I'm going to take a swing at it, because it's come, it's, come, it's come reaching for okay. me. I think that would be the logical thing I would do then we'll know that I can't physically harm it using physical weapons, and then my D&D brain will kick in. So I can only apologise to you, Kit, and anyone listening who's screaming, don't try and hit it with a bat, because you would try and hit this with a bat. Yeah. And man, have I hit it with the bat. I have rolled a 27. Fuck yes. Rolled a 35. So that's a regular success. But I mean, it's a 35, so I'm pleased. (laughs) (laughs) 27 on a 35. I think I was being ambitious to even try the bat. Yeah. As the bat comes round, I unfortunately have rolled a hard success on my brawl roll and my fight back. So as the bat comes round to... Were you aiming for its head or what? I was aiming for it. Probably its body. Maybe its arm. So as the bat comes round... A limb comes up and grabs you by the wrist. (gasps) And you feel this weird, almost like a warmth. And it's almost like a sort of sleepy, comforting feeling, like like a release, like like you start to relax. Could you give me a power roll, please? Yes, I can. This is one of my best attributes. (laughs) That's lucky. You know, we're driven us athletes, aren't we? 51. Thank God it's a good attribute. Uh, 75 is my power. 51 and 75. Okay, unfortunately I rolled a hard success on my power. It's all verses. Yeah. What? Jesus, I've got to be much tougher on you guys when I'm jamming. I don't like this anymore. (laughs) So let me explain what happens from Kit's point of view. Kit, you see this figure grab Mikey's wrist and then... And then it starts to sort of, it starts to shrink. And it's almost like, I mean, it seems like, a, it seems like you can, it's dark. You drop, maybe drop your torch or your torch isn't in the right place. You can't quite work out what's happened, but it feels like a good thing because Mikey's connected with it with, in the bat and this thing is sort of evaporating, but it looks almost like it's going and getting sucked up into the bat or maybe Mikey's wrist um, and uh, Mikey could you give me a sand roll please I would love to oh yeah of course this one I fail of course <laughs> shit yeah yeah I'm not just uh, that's a 99 guys oh okay uh, okay, so now could you roll me a D8? What the fuck? 
I have to get my special bag of dice out. Yeah, boy. I don't have DA. I don't have a DA on standby, guys. Do you want me to roll it for you? No, I've got one. Don't. I, this from the original Dungeons and Dragons from 1982. How appropriate. It seems appropriate, doesn't it? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Cursed D8 from TSR. Two! It could have been much worse. You lose two points of sanity and you feel something enter you. And suddenly, your head is full of memories that aren't your own. And you have this memory of being kept in a house and not quite against your will, but being physically abused. Oh no. Oh no. And and psychologically abused and put down daily and occasionally taken out and then humiliated in public. And then you have this memory of oh, God. telling people, it's okay, no, it's fine. He does it because he loves me. You hear these words, oh, he does it because he loves me. And you just have this, these all these memories suddenly fill your head that are not memories that a child should have and um could you give me a, an intelligence role i would love to oh, no i'm not gonna take that one intelligence my intelligence is 45 i passed on a 20. yeah so i think unfortunately for you i think your innocence is gone <gasps> Yes, my innocence is over. And could you now also, sorry, there's a lot of dice rolling. Could you, could you now roll me a d4? That's a three. <laughs> okay. Fine. Um, so these, uh, these memories, you manage to sort of push them back into a corner of your mind that you instinctively know you need to keep locked, but they're there and there's this deep, deep unease, which feels like you've taken on some knowledge which is deeply unpleasant. Anyway, Kit, I, I don't know how much of this you uh, are aware of, or you're aware of the fact this creature has disappeared into, into thin air, apparently. I think I'm just fumbling with my flashlight, trying to shine it into the space that is no longer there. Trying to see if there's any bit of it left. And then just saying, Mikey, are you all right? Are you all right? What was that? I, I, I don't, I, oh. I, I mean, I think, um, I think there's a strong chance I'm bringing up digestive biscuits at this point. I think you might be, yeah. Why don't you give me a constitution roll to see whether you can hold yeah. it down? Uh, I, I think he's retching. Yeah, that's nice. I, I'm retching. But I, I sort of just... I pull it 36 out of 40. I pull it back at the last thing. And I'm going, I don't... I don't... And how's my wrist? It's fine. It's like nothing ever touched it. But the, any evidence of this grey shape is gone, right? Yeah. What the shit was that? You saw that, right? It went for you. I saw it. It was inside me. I don't understand. I think I sit down. I think I sit down and I'm sort of scrabbling back. Uh, I possibly away from the lake, back towards where we came from. Or, or maybe if there's a wall by the lake, maybe it's towards the wall. Anything that would give me cover, like a tree or a wall. Well, it looks like... I mean, if you're shining your torch around, it looks like if you were to go clockwise around the lake, there's you see a, a sort of rough structure of well, where 13 is on your map uh, you can see a, some sort of structure there well I'm not running I think I, I think I literally just sat down and, then, and, and I'm scrabbling back oh okay well then I guess then the closest thing is the, the big uh, support of the roller coaster directly behind you although I don't know whether you want to but that freaks me out. Yeah, no, those, those, those things freak me out. So. Well, I mean, you tell me where you want to go then. <laughs> In which case, there, there, there is no cover, basically. There's, the, there. there's a bush on the shore of the lake, or I suppose a bit further, but it's across open space. It's... But there's, so there's no wall around the lake. It's just, it's open bank. No, it's, there's a bit of, um, sort of, there's a bit of, like, bushes and trees. So you couldn't sort of jump into the lake. There's a bit of, I suppose there's a bit of cover around the lake. Bushes. 
I think I, I think maybe I just sort of, I, I'm scrabbling back towards it, but I don't get to it with my back because that doesn't feel very s- solid. But I'm just looking at where this thing went. And uh, I think for my part, I'm following Mikey on foot, but I um, I, I reach into my pocket and pull out the broken mirror, and I just want to look at it, like see if it still looks the same as it did before. No, there's no shape moving inside it now. Right. You've got, yeah, it's broken into, you know, half a dozen pieces. It's sort of, it's like kind of split in the middle, you know, shards, yeah. I pull out a few shards maybe, but in which case I I put the shards back in my pocket and just try and make a mental note not to thrust my hand too quickly in there. Um, And I say, Mikey, Mikey, don't worry. It's just, uh, it's something. I heard Jojo's voice though. I did. I heard it. What do you mean? What what do you, what did she say? She said and then I think in a moment of honesty because of this weird situation we've just had the thing that I tried to hide before comes out and I say she said why didn't you show them the photos? And I think maybe I I think it's very likely I start crying as I say that and Mikey, it's very obvious to you that that is exactly what he was trying to hide when you grabbed him by the collar. I, I think I, f- I feel with this newfound understanding of abuse and power, however recent and awful and strange that insight is, Mikey gets up. He's still got the bat with him. I think his torch is on the ground. And, and I think I just, I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, what were the photos? And I think, you know, I'm f- probably struggling to breathe a little bit. Just, I think I'm just crying. Um, I want, I want to check. Was it that I'd, I'd taken, I'd, I'd seen Jojo with a man on that evening. She went missing. Is that? Yes. You took photo. You had, um, followed her that evening and you'd taken some photos of her with a man but you'd never showed them to anyone because you were concerned that people might think you were a bit of a bit of a creep for following her around taking photos of her which you did from time to time yeah because i was obsessed with her you know like in a childish way you know like so i don't know how you i don't know what, what words you use to describe that to mikey I think it would be something along the lines of... Uh, and also, where was this? Was it... I think you might have seen her leaving her house with someone. So I think I do... I have to explain myself because I've been honest and I just say, look, I know probably sounds weird. I, you know me, I like taking photos and I am... Um, well, I was taking... I, I just happened to be near JoJo's and in town and I, I was taking photos of her... I know that sounds weird, but I, I, you know, I was going to give them to her. It wasn't like a creepy thing. And then she went off with this, I don't know, this man. And I, I got photos of him leading her off or them walking together. And I don't know. I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell anyone because I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe it was an uncle. Maybe it was a family friend i i didn't know it was bad but i knew everyone would think i was some sort of freak for taking photos and it wasn't anything weird i was gonna give them to her you know but maybe i should have and i'm sort of blubbing this out i think at some at some stage in the blubbing you begin to realize that mikey starts breathing so fast and so hard that he's on the edge of hyperventilating He's just going. <laughs> and uh, he sort of starts to back away from you. I think he's he's naturally backing away from you up towards the main building. And then he starts to run. And he, he, he turns and just, it's a full sprint towards the main building. As you leave, I sort of just shout, Mikey, Mikey, I'm, I'm sorry. Mikey, I'm sorry. I I didn't know what to do. Come back. And I, I think I try and not sprint after him, and I know he's faster than me anyway, but I start following in that direction. 
I don't think you do because before you set off, as he runs away, you feel a hand on your shoulder and you turn round and it's Neil. And he says to you, I think she's ready for you. Hello listeners, Dan here. We hope you're enjoying listening to Unland as much as we enjoyed playing it. If you'd like to hear us playing another scenario from Fear's Sharp Little Needles, well, you're in luck, because coming up on our Patreon next month, we will have a very unique recording of our playthrough of Spillsbury 9485 by Adam Gauntlet. It's a little bit different to what you're used to hearing from us, both in terms of production and in terms of gameplay, but we think it's really fun and we hope you do too. So look out for that 